0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole.
1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and as usual, I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Uh, now, if you want to get any more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 715-355-4445 or visit our website, retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbushka.com. And, of course, while you're at the website, make sure that you subscribe to our uh, our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. You can do that right on our radio page Uh, And of course, if you have any questions or if you'd like to sit down for a face-to-face meeting or maybe a Zoom consultation uh, for uh, discussing your retirement planning, uh, certainly give us a call right away again at 715-355-4445, or you can go right to our website and book that consultation right now at retirewithbushka.com. Now, divorce is one of the most difficult things that a person can go through, in my opinion. And the emotional turmoil uh, for yourself, as well as any children that you may have or any other family members and friends can really be considerable. And as if all of that wasn't hard enough, the divorce process can be made even more unpleasant by various financial issues and uh, protracted battles over assets, which can include, you know, things like real estate, property, uh, cash and also investments. But uh, before we dive into that uh, uplifting conversation for everybody, (laughs) although very real conversation for some people, uh, let's make sure to introduce everybody that's here with us. Tony, how's it going today?
0: Well, it's going pretty good. I've had a good week, got a lot done, and uh, I'm just uh, i loving the fall weather. It's my favorite time of year. Uh, Other than that, uh, I can't complain, uh, you know, considering the year we've been having. Uh, (laughs) How about you, Sue? How are you doing?
2: I'm doing really good. Um, it's been beautiful weather last couple of days, and it's supposed to be a beautiful weekend, so i going to try and get out and enjoy it a little bit.
0: Yeah, the last, uh, last uh, little blast of uh, some souther- summer weather uh, yeah. in October, we'll take it. So uh, yeah, I agree with you. Now, uh, the busy one of us three, Cole, I know you keep busy. <laughs> How have you been?
1: doing pretty well i can't complain you know obviously we're we're in strange times right now dealing with increasing covid numbers and all of these types of things and and so it's uh it's changed our lives a bit and made us be um you know a little bit more cautious of of how we're spending our time and Ramping up our efforts, especially in the office to make sure that we're keeping everything safe and and, uh, you know, uh, disinfected and all that kind of stuff. So people feel comfortable in coming in to discuss their finances, because unfortunately, financial planning and retirement planning does not go away or the need to do so anyways, does not go away. Uh, even through pandemics and other things like we're dealing with right now. So we're still here for our clients and, and uh, ready to help wherever we can. And uh, of course, I think that's uh, that's part of our discussion today because I know uh, with, um, uh, with divorce rates uh, that have risen over the course of the last several years, it's an important topic for us to talk about. It affects a lot of people nowadays.
0: Well, yeah. And today's topic, it is a pretty heavy subject. Uh, we realize that. And But I think it's going to be really valuable for our listeners out there because so many people have or will deal with this or have loved ones that go through it. Chances are, I mean, even if you haven't gone through a divorce yourself, somebody you're close to has uh, or it could happen. So uh, and I think we all know the toll uh, that that can take on a person. And when you throw finances into the mix, well, it just makes the whole thing that much harder.
2: Well, I have to agree with you, Tony, and as you probably can imagine, during the divorce process, pensions and retirement accounts are often at the top of both spouses' wish list for what they want to walk away with after the divorce. And if one of the spouses hasn't had a career or didn't even contribute to a retirement plan as part of the the couple's strategy, that pressure can be heightened even further. Now, there was a recent uh, article by Investopedia called How to Protect Your Retirement After a Divorce, and it notes that actually crafting a workable plan for both spouses beforehand is possibly the best step that you can take. So when you're planning a wedding or you're in the early days of your of your union, few people want to bring up that a future divorce is possible. But let's face it, it is.
0: Well, yeah, definitely, and and uh, it's becoming more and more common. Uh, and, and there isn't much that lasts forever these days. For millions of people, obviously, that includes a marriage. Uh, but what does this kind of agreement look like that you're talking about?
1: Well, as much as much as anything, Tony, it really comes down to open and consistent communication. Uh, you and your spouse should really sit down together uh, to examine your assets. And then from there, you should come up with the plan that would divide those assets in a way that you can both live with. Now, remember, neither spouse is likely to get everything they want. So give and take is essential here. Now, obviously, this process should include a key examination of any and all retirement accounts. Now, additionally, an agreement hammered out only between you and your spouse may not hold up in court if your divorce process becomes, let's say, a little more hostile. So uh, therefore, it may be wise to move uh, to work with an attorney uh, and also a financial services professional to come up with a plan that you can both live with and that will survive the legal process.
0: Right. And along those same lines, it seems to me like it would be uh, important to really understand all the rules that govern these retirement accounts. And we've talked a bit about them before on past shows. Uh, But in some cases, those rules require you to spell out how assets would be divided, correct?
2: Well, that's exactly right. And specific accounts should be listed in and clearly defined in any divorce settlement agreement to help divide assets properly. For example, the Thrift Savings Plan, which is a defined contribution plan available to federal employees and military personnel, is a really good example, because it mandates that a strategy for the plan's assets be clearly defined and labeled as TSP balance in any divorce process. So per the the article, an informal agreement between two divorcing spouses isn't legally binding enough for a rollover. The divorce decree must specifically state something along the lines of the spouse is entitled to X number percent of the account holder's TSP balance. And if it doesn't make the statement, the account holder's spouse doesn't receive a dime, no matter what any other agreement might say.
0: Right. And so uh, what about uh, when there's uh, debt in or inside a retirement plan? Well, that's a great question, Tony. And, and though it can
1: vary from state to state, debt that's sitting in a retirement account can be considered a joint obligation. So let's take a step back and provide an example of how you can have debt in a retirement account. For example, uh, if the the policy-holding spouse took out, let's say, a $100,000 loan from their $200,000 401k, a 50-50 split is likely to be calculated for the remaining balance in the plan. The only potential wrinkle to this is if the divorce decree spells out that the $100,000 loan must be repaid before the division occurs.
0: Interesting. So I would say that sounds like a substantial wrinkle. Uh, and before we dive deeper into this uh, we should probably take a quick break and let our listeners know how they can sit down with you get some more advice on this uh, and get a plan in place. Uh, what do you have for our listeners before we take the break?
1: well as always Tony, we encourage our listeners to uh, to head out to our website retirewithbushka.com. that's retire with buska. Dot com And there they can get a whole laundry list of information, tools and resources, and they have the ability to schedule a complimentary no obligation consultation right there on our website. They can coordinate their calendar with ours and see when it might uh, make sense to, to sit down and review that either in person or uh, we can certainly do that via Zoom as well, which we've done quite a few times over the course of the last several months, as you can imagine. Uh, so, again, uh, just getting a second opinion making sure that you're on the right track. And if you are going through a divorce right now, or if you've recently gone through one and you're trying to make uh, sure that you're taking the right financial steps at this point, then certainly reach out at 715-355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com.
0: All right, thanks. And listeners, we'll be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole after this.
1: Hi, I'm Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. In the last few weeks, our lives have been significantly impacted by the coronavirus. And we've seen a lot of volatility in the financial markets across the world. Now that volatility has caused anxiety for some investors and it's understandable because for the moment, none of us really knows what comes next. However, I believe our current economy reinforces the importance of having a financial strategy. No matter how the market is performing, recent events can be a reminder to revisit your financial goals and strategies. By revisiting your goals and strategies, you'll take a step towards ensuring that market volatility doesn't push you to make rash decisions about your financial future. Contact Bushka Wealth Management today at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com. Bushka Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin.
0: And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. And during the show today, you've been talking about how we might need to adjust our retirement strategy uh, in the wake of a divorce or in case of divorce. And Uh, You talked in our first segment about how (laughs) this isn't the most fun of topics, but (laughs) uh, the fact is divorce is a reality for millions of Americans out there, and that makes it vital uh, that it talked about and that you know uh, what you need to do. What do you have next for us?
2: Well, Well, Tony, I think the best place to start this segment is with a look at pensions. Now, that Investopedia article, How to Protect Your Retirement After a Divorce, has some great insight into this one. Generally, the division of individual retirement accounts, or as we more commonly refer to them as IRAs, is a simple process. Now, specifically, a divorce decree or the qualified domestic relations order is used to transfer balances from one spouse to the other as a simple rollover. Though the division of retirement funds is ultimately set up by a court order, there are a number of factors that play into deciding how monthly benefits are split between the spouses. Now, as you probably already guessed, any pension money that was earned during the marriage is most often considered joint property and is therefore most likely subject to to a division during the divorce.
0: Yeah. And I know from our previous discussions on pensions uh, that many of them do have survivor benefits. How does a plan's survivor benefits factor into the divorce process?
2: Well, I'm glad you asked that, Tony, because in some cases, the non-working spouse may choose to keep the survivor benefit that they've uh, designated to receive. So in other scenarios, the monthly benefit can be divided between non-working spouse and the account holder with the survivor benefit retained, waived, retained, waived, or even transferred, okay. Um, let's see. You just start with uh, the sort of. With the survivor benefit retained, waived, or even transferred, depending on the language of the divorce agreement. That's right. And this is an
1: area where the non-working spouse is really going to want to do their homework because they may be better off waiving that survivor benefit in exchange for the working spouse purchasing a life insurance policy that names them as the beneficiary. Now, this is especially true if the retirement account survivor benefit vanishes if the non-working spouse
0: remarries before they reach a
1: certain age.
0: Wow. Well, and this is a lot to take in. Uh, Walk us through some of the general financial steps that a person's going to need to take if they are going through a divorce. I think that's a good
1: idea, Tony, and and you're right, it is a lot to take in, but like with so many other parts of our personal finances, a deep breath, a calm mind, and a strong strategy can make all the difference. Now, earlier in today's show, we talked about homework, so let's circle back to that for a few moments. Now, when you're dealing with a divorce, it's critical to have a grasp of the rules of how your various accounts will be divided. Now, remember that non-participating or non-owner spouse is entitled to all of the information regarding retirement plans and account balances.
2: Yes, that's right. And additionally, you should note that rules about dividing pensions and other retirement assets are different state to state. Now, your divorce in Arizona may look different than a friend or a family member's divorce in Florida.
0: Huh, interesting. And I guess that makes sense. Now, Another thing that you mentioned earlier in the show is relying on professionals to help you through this process uh, like yourselves. And that's probably something that can't be overemphasized. You
2: shouldn't try to go through this and, and do it on your own. That's right. And why go through something as difficult and unpleasant as the divorce process alone if you don't have to? because divorcing spouses who don't have a deep understanding of the many divorce rules and laws can end up losing out on some of the things that they're entitled to. So why would you wanna risk it? You know, you should work with an expert that will ensure that both spouses don't overlook anything during the process.
0: Ah, okay. And that makes sense. And aren't we just talking though about, we're not just talking about attorneys though, right? No, absolutely,
1: we're not. Um, if, if you aren't currently working with a financial services professional, we strongly urge you to do so. A seasoned financial services professional can undoubtedly... Oops. <coughs> a seasoned financial professional has undoubtedly worked with clients who have gone through the divorce process. I know we have many, many times and that understanding of the divorce process as it relates to personal finances in combination with the fact that they've already have a deep understanding of financial rules and regulations may make them a very valuable person to have in your corner.
0: I, w- I would imagine so super valuable and, and that's where you guys come in and that's why it's so important to, Uh, to not only work with, you know, you're expected, okay, I've got a divorce attorney, but really the financial aspect and how it's going to affect your bigger picture and your retirement, I think that's really important. Now, our time is almost up for this segment. We do have to take another quick break. Is there anything you want to add before we do?
1: Well, Tony, another reminder for our listeners that if they're going through this type of a situation, uh, or if maybe they've been through a divorce and they're trying to figure out uh, whether or not they're putting the right pieces in place for their financial future, um, uh, or maybe they just need a second opinion on their retirement plan in general, uh, we highly encourage our listeners to give us a call and schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation at 715 355-4445 or by visiting uh, retirewithbushka.com where you can schedule a consultation uh, right now on that website. So again, 715-355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com.
0: All right, thanks. And listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back with more on retirement strategies you can utilize after or during a divorce here on Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. When you lose a spouse, you are faced with a whirlwind of emotions and decisions. Finances are the last thing on your mind. At Pushka
1: Retirement Solutions, we focus on making life transitions easier. That is why we've put together a helpful guide that focuses on what women should do before they lose their spouse. Give us a call at 715-355-4445
0: or retirewithbushka.com to get your copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Our hosts, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner are here, and uh, it's been a great show so far. I mean, considering it's a down topic, a lot of people don't like to think about or talk about divorce, yet Uh, it's something that millions of people out there are going to go through or are going through. And so I think it's critical that we do talk about some things you need to know. Uh, It's been very enlightening. I've never had to go through it myself. And uh, God forbid, I hope I never do. And I feel for people that do because it is a tough time. Um, And, you know, we've been examining retirement strategies that you can utilize after you've gone through a divorce. So how would you like to kick off our final segment on this topic?
2: Well, for this segment, Tony, I thought we'd take a look at a recent Money Magazine article that was entitled, Five Ways to Stop Divorce from Wrecking Your Retirement, that I think has some really terrific information. Now, the article uses data from the Pew Research Center that tells us the divorce rate for people older than 50 has actually doubled since the 1990s. And as you'd probably guess, a spouse who stayed home to raise a family while the other spouse worked, is at particular financial risk during a divorce. Right. And it doesn't feel like a stretch to
0: say that divorce is probably especially difficult if you gave up a career to raise a family and therefore may have little to no retirement savings of your own, right?
1: Absolutely, Tony. And the first piece of advice from that money article is to redo your budget. Now, when you factor in the cost of an attorney and other representation with uh, building two households instead of one, it's easy to see how your ability to save money and maintain your current standard of living could be very difficult. In fact, the article describes a survey that claims one in three respondents were still struggling with their finances five years after their divorce. Now, ultimately, crafting a new and comprehensive budget that addresses your post-divorce reality can help you avoid some potentially uh, damaging mistakes. It'll help you to build an emergency fund and also keep you moving forward uh, towards your goal of a comfortable and rewarding retirement.
0: Yeah. And it strikes me as another opportunity to remind our listeners out there that if they aren't already, you really should be working with a financial professional, uh, financial advisors like yourself. I mean, in the scenario you just provided. It's easy to imagine somebody using maybe high-risk investments to try to play basically financial catch-up. And working with a professional, I think, can help you stay on track with a strategy that's going to best suit your risk comfort and not, you know, you don't want to lose it all either.
2: Well, that's very true, Tony, and the next thing that you may want to consider after a divorce is getting into or remaining in the labor force. So, when dividing up assets, the courts will factor in the importance of the work a spouse did in the home. But with that said, no matter how the assets are divided, a non working spouse may need to return to work post divorce, even if they've been at home for several years. So, when choosing a position, it's important to remember that a paycheck is only part of a job's importance. A job also needs to provide the opportunity to purchase employer-subsidized insurance and also increase your Social Security benefits.
0: Right, and I'm glad you brought up Social Security, Sue, because I was actually just going to ask about that one myself. Well, I'd be willing to bet that uh, Social Security has probably
1: been on the minds of many of our listeners today, Tony. And if you return to work after a divorce and a long professional break, you may want to consider delaying Social Security for as long as possible so that you get the most out of your spousal benefits claim. Now, remember, if you are married for at least 10 years, your Social Security benefit may be determined by your ex spouse's work history. Now, this is very important if you don't have a long work history of your own because you were working in the home. Now, breaking those numbers down a bit, if you begin collecting Social Security when you're 62, you'll get something in the neighborhood of about 75%, according to the Social Security Administration's website, of what you would have gotten if you waited until your government set retirement age. Now, again, according to the Social Security Administration, the full retirement age is currently 66 for people that were born between 1943 and 1954. So if you wait until you're 66, you'll get 100 percent of your eligible uh, primary insurance amount or the amount that you would be eligible to receive. Now, additionally, if you postpone your filing until age 70, you drive your monthly benefit payment even higher thanks to Social Security's delayed retirement credit, which according to an article on the agency's website entitled Early or Late Retirement, is 8% per year. Now, that means uh, retiring at age 70 rather than 66 could increase your benefit by 32%.
0: Wow. I mean, when it comes to maintaining your lifestyle in retirement, a monthly Social Security payment
2: that's 32% larger, that is a big deal. Well, you couldn't be more right, Tony. Another good post-divorce move is to be more prudent with, with how you handle real estate. Now, if you own a home, your best financial move may be to sell it though many people have a strong emotional attachment to their home, those emotions shouldn't be allowed to to force a poor financial decision. So selling your home and using that money to aid your overall retirement strategy could very well be the best way to utilize it. And your new post-divorce circumstance may make it difficult to pay a mortgage or the upkeep on a large home. Now, when you're building your new life, why not live in a comfortable home that also allows you to focus on some of your other financial goals?
0: Well, yeah, that sounds good to me, Sue. I mean, obviously I have a lot of dreams and goals when it comes to retirement, but, uh, you know, things like divorce can really derail those plans. So uh, we need to be prepared and work with a financial professional Uh, especially in that instance. And I think this has been a great episode because it really is an important topic, even though it's one uh, it's hard to talk about, but there are so many important things financially that go on. So a really good episode. Cole, do you have anything else before we go?
1: Well, just uh, I you know, I have to agree with you Tony, it's a difficult thing for people to go through. Nobody can predict the possibility of getting a divorce sometime down the road, and obviously it's the last thing on people's minds when they when they first get married, but things happen and lives change and sometimes people grow apart and that means that uh, of course you still have to uh, make sure that you're moving towards your ultimate financial goal. Now granted those goals may change, and that's why financial professionals are here to help, uh, like mom and myself. To to, to help walk people through these strategies, regardless of their situation. I mean, maybe some of our listeners out there are not going through a divorce right now, but maybe are questioning their current strategy overall. I know COVID has made a lot of people rethink their strategies. And uh, so, for anybody out there that uh, maybe wants to uh, have a conversation, chat a little bit about their situation, and see if they should be doing things differently or taking advantage of some different tools and resources, we encourage them to give us a call at 715. 715- or our website at retirewithbushka.com. And again, they can schedule a consultation right on our website uh, right here and now at retirewithbushka.com and clicking on that book now button at the top of the page.
0: Yeah, there you go. And a great resource there. Thanks for that, Cole. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushgood.com. companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.